The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Tax collectors and sinners were all drawing near to listen to Jesus. But the Pharisees and the scribes began to complain, saying, This man welcomes sinners and eats with them. So to them, Jesus addressed this parable. A man had two sons. And the youngest son said to his father, Father, give me the share of your estate that should come to me. So the father divided the property between them. After a few days, the younger son collected all his belongings and set off to a distant country, where he squandered his inheritance on a life of dissipation. When he had freely spent everything, a severe famine struck that country, and he found himself in dire need. So he hired himself out to one of the local citizens, who sent him to his farm to tend the swine. And he longed to eat his fill of the pods on which the swine fed, but nobody gave him any. Coming to his senses, he thought, how many of my father's hired workers have more than enough to eat? But here I am, dying from hunger. I shall get up and go to my father, and I shall say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I no longer deserve to be called your son. Treat me as you would treat one of your hired hands. So he got up and went back to his father. While he was still a long way off, his father caught sight of him and was filled with compassion. He ran to his son, embraced him, and kissed him. His son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I no longer deserve to be called your son. But his father ordered his servants, quickly, bring the finest robe and put it on him. Put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet. Take the fatted calf and slaughter it. Then let us celebrate with a feast, because the son of mine was dead. has come back to life again. Was lost. Has been found. Then... The celebration began. Now the oldest son had been out in the field. On on his way back, as he neared the house, he heard the sound of music and dancing. He called one of the servants and asked what this might mean. The servant said to him, Your brother has returned, and your father has slaughtered the fatted calf, because he has him back safe and sound. He became angry. When he refused to enter the house, his father came out and pleaded with him. He said to his father in reply, Look, all these years I served you, and not once did I disobey your orders. Yet you never gave me even a young goat to feast with my friends. But your son returns, who swallowed up your property with prostitutes. For him you slaughtered the fatted calf. He said to him, My son, you are here with me always. Everything I have is yours. But we must celebrate and rejoice because your brother was dead 
has come back to life. He was lost and has been found. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. When I was growing up, my mother always asked me to help her with her chores, go back in the floor, wipe and put away the dishes. And it made a lot of sense because my oldest brother, he was too busy helping my father with his chores, you know, mowing the lawn, fixing the screen fence or the screen door. And my younger brother, my three younger brothers, well, they were too small and they didn't know anything. So my mother always came to me. So one day I protested. I said, Mom, how come you're always asking me to do everything? My mother said to me, because when you help me, it makes me happy. And when your mother is happy, you're happy. And I always thought that that was a really great answer. I was at my desk, you know, I was working on, I was correcting papers of my students in St. John's Seminary when I got a phone call. It was my provincial, my boss, and he said, what are you doing right now? I says, I'm doing this. He said, what's this? I said, very important stuff. And he said to me, oh, good, because I'm stuck in the airport and I'm supposed to say a mass in Milton. Can you cover for me? So I said to them, oh, let me get this straight. So you want me to drop everything that I'm doing right now and just do your job? No, I didn't say that. (laughs) I said, sure, I'll be happy to do it. So why did I do that? Why did I say that? Because when my boss is happy, I'm happy. And that's simply my spiritual life. My spiritual life is when, when, I, when God is happy, I'm happy. So now let's turn to the story of the prodigal son, and we have the older son. The older son is not happy because the father is happy. Because the youngest son returned. See, that doesn't make any sense to me. Why would, of course you want that with the oldest son, it should be happy because the father is happy, because when the father is happy, he's going to be happy. So to understand the story a little better, let's change the story and make it a happy ending. Let's show what it should be like with the oldest son, how this oldest son should react. So I'll be the oldest son. So there I am, I'm every, like every day, I'm working in the field and plowing, and I take a break, and I'm leaning on my rake, and I look up, and there's my father in the distance. I give him a wave. He waves back, and he stops and looks down the road, as he does all the time. I know what he's doing. He's, he's hoping that his youngest son will come down that road. You see, I'm worried about my father because he doesn't eat well. He doesn't sleep at night. He, lost his, he doesn't smile anymore. I want to see the old dad back again. Well, I've got to get back to work. So I get back, and I'm working, and I work the rest of the afternoon. And when I'm done, I go into the barn to put away the tools, and I hear this music coming from the house. So I turn to one of the workers, and I said, what's going on? He says, oh, you didn't hear. Your younger brother has returned, and your father has slaughtered the fatted calf because he has him home safe and sound. I said to the worker, he slaughtered the fatted calf? He slotted the fatted calf? 
That means he got his appetite back again. <laughs> Dad's hungry again. I bet he got his smile back too. Can't wait to go in that party and see Dad again. That's what the oldest son should have done. I was, uh, you know, my father, he's a really great fly fisherman. So, so one day he went to the club, you know, the fly fishing club, club and uh, there was a member there. The member came to my father and says, you know, I brought my grandson to fish. He didn't cut a fish all day. Do you think you can help him? So my father went out and uh, he checked his fly rod and, of course, the, the leader was all bad, so he cut it off and put on one of his nice, long, tapered leaders and then he put on one of his special flies and then he gave the kids some instruction. He says, you know, fish are like people. They're lazy. They don't want to work. They don't want to run after a healthy fish. So when you retrieve the fly, make it look like it's injured. Do one of those jerky pull and pauses. You'll get them. So my father and the grandfather were looking out the, uh, the picture window of the clubhouse, and they saw the grandson make three casts and catch three big rainbow trout. <laughs> Needless to say, the, 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 the grandson thought my father was the greatest fisherman. And about a week later, the grandfather comes and he sees me and he tells me the story. And he said to me, you know, your father's a remarkable man. I go, I know that. He says, you know, you're very lucky to have a father like that. I said, I know that. That's why dad and I are best friends. And that's really the story of the prodigal son. Let me close with this last thought. Remember just before the prodigal son, there was another parable of the lost sheep? You know how the, the shepherd went after the one lost sheep? So let's say if I'm the shepherd, I'm not going to go after that lost sheep because I know what's going to happen. If I go after the lost one sheep, I'm going to find it and bring it back. And when I come back to the fold, I know it's, there's going to be two missing. And now I'm going to have to go out and get the two that are missing and I come back to the fold and there'll be four missing. So I'm not going to go get the lost sheep. I'll just take my loss. So there I am standing there as the shepherd, and I turn around, and there's all the sheep, 99 sheep are looking at me. I says, well, what do you guys want? And the 99 sheep says, we want you to go get them. I says, no, I'm not going to go get them, because I know what's going to happen. He says, no, no, not with us. We're going to be a unified team. We're all going to be here. None of us are going to leave. See, that's the reason why the, good, the shepherd is able to go to get the one lost sheep, because he has 99 righteous sheep. See, the 99 righteous sheep, they're not going to get the, the ride on the, on the shoulder of the, of the shepherd. They're not going to get a party like the lost sheep will. But see, the lost sheep have something better. They have a partnership. They have a friendship with the shepherd, a bond. Yeah, the oldest son, yeah, he's not going to get a party. Yeah, the lost son will... But see, he gets to have a bond, a relationship, friendship. So our spiritual life should be very simple, and it goes like this. Help do anything, anything you can to make God happy. Whatever God wants, because God is happy where 